0: you are listening to the julie parker practice success podcast where you discover management insights and strategies for a successful dental practice there are also interviews with key people in the industry who have advice and services to help you and your team achieve great success Welcome to episode number two. We are literally off and running and pretty excited. I'm talking today about time and task management. One of the common questions that I receive as a dental consultant is what tips can you provide reception to improve their time management and completion of tasks? I have spent many, many, many years on reception and I know how long that to-do list gets and I know that there are tasks that you drag from one day to the next, to the next, and then there's the others that you just plum forgot about. (laughs) There's so much that happens every day. On top of that, the other thing that does happen, because there are so many things bombarding you all the time... You need to have some way of not just relying on your memory, because if you're constantly being interrupted by other things, your mind won't hold on to all of the information. And let me tell you, sometimes you are reminded of what you didn't remember, (laughs) and other times during the day, you don't remember. And that night when you're trying to fall asleep, at 12 o'clock at night, the thought will come to your brain, damn it, I didn't call that patient back. So I know what it's like, and I have developed over the years, a system that really works for me. So I'm gonna share this system with you in case there are elements of it that's going to help you out there, whether you're a receptionist or a practice manager or the owner of the practice that may assist you moving forward to manage your time and tasks more effectively. First of all, I just wanna promote one quick thing. Amina Bassal is a dental consultant and a good buddy of mine. She has dental management expertise and together we have Dental Business Mastery and the whole purpose of Dental Business Mastery is to provide live trainings and workshops for dental personnel. Now we've got an event coming up at the end of July. It'll be July 31st and August 1st, a two-day conference for starting up your first dental surgery. So if you know of anybody or if you are indeed in the position where you would like to open your own dental practice, let's make sure you've got all the foundations right, that you're getting the right advice from the right people. We're going to share a whole bunch of information with you that's really going to help you make sure that you are ahead of the game when it comes to starting up your own dental practice. It's based here in Melbourne at the Amora Hotel in Richmond. And if you would like further information about that, go to the website. You'll have all of the details plus the registration links to buy tickets at dentalbusinessmastery.events. That's dentalbusinessmastery.events. The website address link will be in the show notes. Okay, coming back to our topic for the day, time and task management. Now, there are three tools that I use when it comes to time and task management on the reception desk. These are, number one, within your dental software, many of you have a, just like you have an appointment book for the dentists and the hygienists. You'll also have an appointment book that's called miscellaneous or reception. So it'll be an additional appointment book that appears in front of your face. It's there all day, every day as a constant reminder of what needs to get done during the day. And I'll tell you how to use the dental software miscellaneous column effectively. On top of that, I also use an online calendar I personally use Google Calendar. I can't even tell you how much this has changed my world, Google Calendar, and I use it in my own work now within Julie Parker Practice Success, and it's working out an absolute treat for me. So I'll let you know how I advise you use Google Calendar, an online calendar in your workplace and the third element is a physical diary and believe me I know that I've just offered you three different spaces to add information but the three different spaces hold different types of information and if you give this a trial run I guarantee you you'll get some kind of a benefit from it so give me a shot at convincing you that this may work for you (laughs) So number one, the Dental Software Appointment Book, which is, let's just call it the miscellaneous book or the miscellaneous column within your series of appointment books that you see in front of you when you open up your Dental for Windows or your Exact or Practica, Core, whatever system that you're using. Now, that's a space where the whole team get to look at that miscellaneous column. Everyone's aware of it, and as a receptionist, as a practice manager, as a business owner, all the things that are in your brain that you need to get done, you don't need to share with everybody. They're not pertinent to everybody. Some things are just pertinent to you. So with your software miscellaneous column, that's where you put things such as called lab for pickup coming this afternoon, set handpiece off for repair, Do a TLC phone call for the extraction patient yesterday. Make sure I do the final confirmations for tomorrow. These are operational everyday things that may concern the other members of your team. And I put them all at the very top of the day in order of priority. And then as I get them done, I drag them down to the bottom of the day and I put the word done at the start of it. So I go into the appointment time itself that I've made or the block itself that I've made. I type in done and then everyone knows that the things that are relevant to the whole team, the operation of the day, that things are actually on their way getting done. If you're having a particularly busy day, that's where other team members can come up and say, I notice you haven't had a chance to do their TLC phone calls yet. Can I help you out? And you can really start to work well as a team. Keep in mind that lab still hasn't been called and it's 10 o'clock. Don't forget to give them a call. So everyone can help you be on track for the day, but then the whole team can start to work together to make sure all of these necessary things are being done. So the general operation of the day can be achieved. Where I would use Google Calendar is for things that are just pertinent to me. So Google Calendar are things like I want to make sure that the first week of every month I'm sending out the recalls. And so I set set that up in my Google Calendar, in my online calendar. With online calendar, unlike your dental software calendar, one of the glorious things around the online calendar is that you can set up repeated tasks. And so if it's going to be something that's going to happen every single month, pop it in Google Calendar, click into it that you want it to occur every single month, And even better, with Google Calendar, you can make sure that you get an alert as well a day before, an hour before, so you get something up in front of your face during that busyness of the day, so you can go, oh, that's right, I've got to get my recalls done. Another way of using Google Calendar is all of your incomplete treatment follow-ups. I've never been a fan of printing off your list of 50 or 100 people every couple of months and slowly trawling through this long list of of people who need to be recalled back in again to get their incomplete treatment followed up on. I find it one of those tasks that the focus or the agenda or the goal of the task shifts as you're moving through it. At the very start, we all agree that the goal is to get these people in the book. However, when you are 20 phone calls in or 20 letters in into that long list, all of a sudden you start feeling your focus shift from, got to get to get these people in the book, to I've just got to get through this list. And you start being relieved when they're not answering their phone, so you can just leave a phone message nice and quick. That one was done real swift, let me quickly get to the next one. And so when the goal shifts from where you're supposed to be aiming towards to just trying to get this tiring task over and done with, so I can get on with the other tasks of my day, then you won't be as effective in completing that task. You won't get the results that you were hoping to achieve. So my suggestion's always been that unless a patient comes out and either book their six monthly appointment time ahead or book for their planned treatment, if they say, I'll get back to you, I have to look at my diary, I don't know if I can afford it, I've got to consider what I want to do, I've got two options to choose from, I'm not quite sure what to do yet, those people at That moment, you go into your online calendar and you schedule in, given that unique interaction in that moment, we always get a feeling, don't we, as receptionists. If I ring this patient again in two days' time saying, let's go ahead and book that treatment, they'll be frustrated with me. Or yes, this patient always books in for their treatment. All they need to do is look at their diary to be able to book in. This one I can call in two days' time and just remind them, when would you like to schedule that time in? And so in that moment, you'll get a sense of what mode of communication, whether it be phone call or letter or SMS, that you can contact that patient by and when to do it. Do I do it in a day, a week, two weeks? And you schedule it into your online calendar. The benefit of that is that you don't have Fifty people to follow up on on that day. You only have two or three people to follow up on that day and make sure you do limit it down. You've got all the days to be able to schedule these in for and so make sure you're only scheduling in two or three or four depending on how busy your practice is because then you will be energized, focused, excited by that task enough that you maintain the goal of let's do what I can to try to get this patient In the book. The other things that go into the Google Calendar, your to-do list that you developed from the last staff meeting, things that you needed to follow up on. Another thing you can pop in the Google Calendar, every single month having a recurring monthly team meeting and within when you open up that event you'll have an area for notes. So start adding in all the agenda items so people can call out to you as they're racing from one surgery to another to the steering room Can we make sure we get all the dental nurses maintaining the autoclave properly? No problems. I will enter that straight into the next staff meeting agenda. And then when the next staff meeting comes up, you've got your agenda sitting there waiting. You don't have to do any prep or find your notes around it. The online calendar is absolutely tremendous for reminding you to do tasks little things that you may just forget, such as a receptionist that may only come in once a week, make sure in her once a week day, maybe it's every Friday, make sure on her Fridays, it's got things like take the sign out, turn the diffuser off in the evening Make sure the heating and cooling systems are off. Make sure there are recurring things just happening on her day, little alerts to pop up so it helps her remember what needs to be done because when you're on, when you're in every single day, we remember things because we're doing them so regularly. However, if we're only in once a week, once a month, we are going to be less likely to remember these sort of things. They're not going to become natural To us, until we repeat it many, many times. And so the reminder is enormously helpful. Every morning, you could have an event that starts half an hour before the first patient arrives, and that event is your morning huddle. Anything that you think, oh, that's right, our focus this week is to make sure we're asking for Google reviews. You can make a little note there. So when you're doing the morning huddle, you've got the information right there handy for yourself. The other way I use the online calendar is that you adjust the time it takes you to do things to be exactly how long it took you to get things done. Now, one of the great books that I read many, many years ago around time management indicated that if you were, that if you had the role within your business of answering the phone and managing patients or clients moving through the business, then you can cut out 75% of your day. And I think that's pretty accurate, especially with busy practices. And receptionists out there may agree with me that when you consider all the telephone answering, the bill paying, the appointment making, the sending off of OPGs, referral forms, correspondence letters, attaching them to the patient file from emails, from the surgery images taken, all of these sort of things... All the follow-up around the patient interaction, it would probably take up 75% of your day. So if you did not have that in your mind, I can understand, and I experienced it myself. You get to the start of a day, and you look through all of your to-do list, and you think, you beauty, I've got hours to get this stuff done. Of course, I'm going to get through everything. And then within a blink of an eye, you've got two of 20 tasks done. It's 4.30 in the afternoon, and you're thinking, what happened to the day? I'm so inefficient. You're not inefficient. You got heaps of stuff done. It just wasn't the stuff off your to-do list because you had all the other stuff to do. So recognize that it takes 75% of your day to get all the stuff done. So you've got 25% of your day to schedule the other stuff. And what the other stuff is, there's a list of three priorities, first, second, and third priority that I tell receptionists are your stuff to get done. Number one priority, obviously, is the patient right in front of you. They could be physically in front of you. They could be on the phone. But you always look after the physical people around you first. That's number one priority. The second priority, once all that's been taken care of, is the operation of the day. So from the morning huddle, it may have been determined that The 10 o'clock patient is going to be called to ask if they can come at 9.45 instead. The lab might need to be called to say, is that job definitely coming back by two? There were two patients today that we couldn't get in contact to confirm. I've got to call those two people. We've got to make sure that in the afternoon, there is a gap of half an hour. If it doesn't get booked by 11, I'm bringing an appointment time forward to fill in that space. The operations of the day are your second priority as a receptionist. So number one, it's the people around you. Number two, it's the operations of the day. And the third priority is, you guessed it, everything else. And the everything else can then be prioritized in their own way. And a very simple, straightforward, wonderful way is to use the Eisenhower Matrix. And what the Eisenhower Matrix is, is a grid of four. So picture a square, put a cross in the middle. So you've got upper left, upper right, lower right, lower left. And the top two boxes are things that are urgent. And the bottom two boxes are things that are not urgent. The left hand column are the things that are very important. And the right hand column are the things that are not very important. So, look up the Eisenhower matrix from the link in the show notes, and you'll be able to see clearly what I'm talking about. And the process you go through for all of the other stuff so, after you've looked after the first priority of the patient, the second priority, the operations of the day, and you've moved on to the third priority, everything else is looked after. So, now I get to go to my to do list. You pass your to do list through the Eisenhower matrix. Everything that falls into important and urgent goes into the upper left-hand box. Everything that is important but not urgent goes into the upper right-hand box. Going clockwise, everything that is not important and not urgent go in the lower right-hand box, and everything that is not important but is urgent goes in the lower left-hand box. Now, you don't need to go through the process of adding each of your to-do list tasks within the box. It might be helpful at the start, though, as you're getting used to this decision-making process. What your intention is is to make sure that all of the important stuff gets done. In an ideal world, you are working from the box that is important and not urgent. That's because you then have the time (laughs) to get these important things done effectively. However, what we often find is that we really are going to be doing the important and urgent stuff immediately. Then we're going to make sure that we schedule into our online calendar the important stuff that isn't urgent That's the upper right-hand box items. We're going to move down to the lower left, which is of low importance, so not important, but is still urgent. And we're going to see if we can delegate those things off. And the lower right one, that's the stuff that's not important and not urgent. We are going to dump it. (laughs) And you will find that with your to-do list... All the stuff that keeps being added to subsequent to-do lists, subsequent to-do lists, you'll find there likely in that lower right hand box of the Eisenhower matrix. It's all the stuff that's not important and not urgent, so you delay it, delay it, delay it. So all the stuff that's really important and urgent, I do it straight away. And The stuff that's important but not urgent, I'm scheduling into my online calendar, not the miscellaneous column within the dental software because not everyone needs to know all this stuff and it's just going to crowd it and confuse people if there's too much stuff there, they won't read all the stuff that's pertinent to them. So the scheduled stuff, upper right-hand column, upper right-hand box stuff within the Eisenhower Matrix, that gets scheduled in the Google Calendar. And I've got a little system that if I'm dragging something to the next day in my online calendar, the next day, the next day, the next day, if I've done that for two weeks, I delete it. It's obviously not important enough. And as time goes on, doesn't it just get even less important and less urgent? (laughs) Absolutely. And so I dump those sort of things. The online calendar can certainly help you move through the Eisenhower matrix and making sure all the important stuff gets done. With the Google, with the online calendar, as I was saying before, you lengthen that event out how just say the recalls is what you're going to get done and you've popped it in there for an hour that's optimistic you're going to be interrupted constantly with telephone calls and bill payments so you've put aside an hour drag that event to be as long as it takes you it might take you four hours if it's been a really busy day but do that drag it to that length of time to be appropriate as you know with the online calendars you've got this red line that as the day passes by the red line goes down so you can always see exactly where you're at and then when you're planning your future days you can reflect back and go ah it actually Upon reflection, the last few months, it's taken me four hours to get the recalls done because I'm using 25% of my time doing it out of the 100% that's allocated to me because the 75% has been spent with patient interaction. And so from now on, I'm going to make sure that when I schedule in the future recall strategy task every month, it's on a day that has already got free enough space that I can allocate four hours to that. So you can imagine the sense of achievement, progress. I do get things done that you would get when you look back over your previous days on your online calendar and actually seeing, look at all the stuff I get done. Look at the day. It's completely covered with stuff that I got done. Some things are long blocks that took me a long time to get through. Others are many small blocks. So the online calendar can certainly help you shift the belief in your brain that you're just not getting enough done to, I am getting everything important and urgent done. And look, there's the evidence. The online calendar, also tremendous way of searching for things. I had to follow up on this particular thing with this particular patient or what was the last staff meeting agenda? What were the couple of items that I had to remember to do? And you just put it in the search and it comes right up in front of you. With all of these online events, you can attach documents, links to videos, all those sort of things so you can make it really work for you add in there every month having a consumables order list that you constantly add to as consumable items get called out to you from nurses running up and down the hallways so you make sure that that consumables order is accurate every single month there are so many ways you can use the online calendar to your benefit The third element is the physical diary. Now, the physical diary, for those of you who are aware, there is the Julie Parker Practice Success My Awesome Diary. It is A5 size. It is six monthly at a time. If I made it for a whole year, it would be so thick, it would be like a Bible. (laughs) But it is specifically designed for receptionists. And so on the left-hand page is a timeline of the day 8 o'clock through to 7 o'clock, depending on how long your day is. So you can put timeline things in that side. On the right-hand side, there's a... a to-do list task where you've got boxes to the side so you can tick off what you get done, and then underneath that there's notes. But to be honest with you, the times that I've sat in on reception, it ends up being just a giant notebook for that day. A patient rings, give you their gives you their phone number. You quickly scroll that down. A patient calls, they're a new patient. They give you their first name. You scroll that down. You start making notes of all the things that happen throughout that day that you need to have that memory prompt. Oh, that's right. I haven't quite got all my bits and pieces from my diary page done yet. If you're on the phone and the dentist brings the patient down and all they need to say is, I need another one hour appointment time for fillings, get them into the routine, pass them a pen, point to your diary and indicate that just write it down there and I'll get it. As the dentist tells you what needs to be done for the patient at the next appointment time, you write it down straight away. How often is it that we're distracted by so many things that we can be told one hour for feelings next time and then the dentist walks away and you go oh what did he say <laughs> happened to me all the time maybe it says my brain <laughs> hopefully it's not just me but the physical diary is very useful throughout the running of the day and writing things down physically leaves a stronger impression on our brain than if we typed it in and so what you'll find is if the dentist says "Oh, when Pauline called three days ago what was that conversation again you can go back three days see just a couple of your own handwritten notes there and your memory will kick into action you go oh that's right I remember this conversation now because as you are writing it down you're imprinting part of your experience with her within those words and you just need to re-look at your words there for it to prompt your memory to back into action again you may have experienced that yourself The physical diary is certainly where I would put from the Eisenhower matrix, the first quadrant, the important and urgent stuff. I'd put that in the physical diary. So it's always looking at me in my face. The stuff in the second quadrant, that's the important stuff, but not urgent. I'd put that into my online schedule. The stuff I want to delegate away. So the not important, but urgent stuff, I would tend to put that in the physical diary as well and if you are one of the practices that have adopted my what can I do for you policy which I'll talk to you more about in a future episode if you haven't heard about it yet that's where some when someone comes down and says my patient didn't turn up and I've got a free half hour what can I do for you that's where you can give them these quadrant three items non-important but urgent tasks to get done And then, of course, as we know, the elimination of all the not important and not urgent stuff doesn't need to go anywhere, does it? (laughs) You could even put the stuff to be delegated in the software miscellaneous column. You could start a process of anything that any of us can do that is urgent. I'm going to pop it in miscellaneous. Whoever gets the chance to get it done, it will be enormously appreciated. And once you've completed that task, put in done and drag it to the bottom of the day so we all know that it's been done. There are certainly things that we can do to be more productive and time efficient in what we need to get done every day. One of the most damaging things we can do is approach the day with the thought of, I'm not good enough, I never get enough time for anything, I'm always under the pump, everyone's demanding things of me all the time. The priority list of three helps you embrace all the things that happen throughout every day. So rather than a staff member coming up and interrupting you, getting your tasks done to do something for them that's involved in the operation of the day, you embrace that because that's my priority number two, operations of the day. This is all part and parcel of the whole thing. I'm also not overloading my day because I understand that 75% of my day is going to be taken up with all this other stuff that takes me away from my to-do list. But my to-do list is third priority. So as long as I'm getting through every day, getting my first and second priorities well looked after and then scheduling time for my third priority stuff, I know that I'm getting my job done properly. But I do encourage you to Use the online calendar so you can really see the evidence clear as day in front of your face. My day was filled with getting stuff done. We need that sense of progress and that sense of progress that we have at the end of every day can make us very, very happy and very satisfied with our positions. So if you feel like you've got a negative tape playing in your brain, there's never enough time, I'm always interrupted, I encourage you to change it. There, You will only get benefit if you change it to there's plenty of time, I've got all the time I need. I'm never going to get everything done today. I was never meant to get everything done today. But there's plenty of time to get the important stuff done today. And I prioritize well and I eventually get everything done. I'm a superstar. I'm freaking awesome. Look, I've got my awesome diary to prove how awesome I am. (laughs) So the way we talk to ourselves really does impact how we feel about our days, but it impacts how we roll out our days. And in a future episode, I will talk to you about my little mantra around being more productive and how it absolutely translated in me being more productive simply by telling myself that's what I was and my actions followed suit. Quite extraordinary. It had a stronger impact on my days than I thought it would have. So I'll certainly touch on that in a future episode. Talking about my awesome diary, it also has all the school holidays, the public holidays. It has every month a sheet for you to add all agenda items down for staff meetings, your to-do list that came from that staff meeting. It's got the little post-it note sticky tabs, so you can leave tabs on pertinent days that you want to go back and make sure you reread your notes or get that task done. It's got a tab for today, so you can always just move that from day to day. It's easy just to flip your book open to the day. Every day has a little motivational thing, and the one I'm looking at right now says, I will earn the respect I desire and we and I give you one of those things for a whole week because just having it once a day isn't enough we need to have stronger repetition than that and every Sunday there's a bit of a contemplation as well so my awesome diary is available on the products page on my website julieparkerpracticesuccess.com so head over there if you would like to purchase one and if you are super excited about having the diary, you can also purchase the lovely leather case that it comes in as well. For those of you that are interested in the club, the club is a membership where you are delivered presentations every single Wednesday. They run for about half an hour, 45 minutes, and they concentrate a new system, a new idea, a new insight to implement into your dental practice every single week. And to let you know what's coming up, this coming week, we're talking a lot about values. And if you read my blog, you'll have now discovered the four values that I have and I, that I think are crucial for a dental practice success. And I'm going to talk about how to implement the values and make them alive within your organisation at this coming the club lunch and learn. So, if you're interested in that, again, go to the website, Julie Parker Practice Success and go to the page marked the club and you'll see all the topics there of past lunch and learns that you can gain access to and you can register membership there as well. A reminder about the two-day conference from Dental Business Mastery in Melbourne on July 31st, August 1st for new dental practice startups. You don't want to miss that if that's what your plans for the future are. And also within Dental Business Mastery, we have got the Dental Biz Mastermind, a group of like-minded individuals all coming together, talking about their challenges, their goals. They get group interaction on how best to achieve those and resources that other people use that can be really helpful, advice, etc., And the Mastermind can be a wonderful ally to dental practice managers and dental practice owners as well and any other team member that is really quite invested in the success of your dental practice. If you would like to know more about Dental Biz Mastermind, go to the website dentalbizmastermind.com. But until next time, good luck with your time and task management with the three elements that I spoke about, the software miscellaneous column, your online calendar, and your physical diary. And I hope you have a groovy week. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this episode, you should join the club. The club members receive an online lunch and learn every week where I share insights, systems, and strategies to improve the success of your practice. These lunch and learns could not be easier. They are recording so you can watch them at a time that suit you. Members also have full access to the library of all of our past topics. The price is just $199 per month, and it is a powerful and effective way to upskill your team. I hope to see you there.